Lord, we thank you and praise you and bless you and lift up your holy name. Thank you for this time of year. Thank you that we have a reason to celebrate in this season, Lord. We thank you that you um, loved us enough that you decided to come and and be one of us so that you could actually die for us. So you could you could be the sacrifice that none of us could live up to to be. Lord, we thank you and praise you and bless you and lift your name. Amen. Um, week before Christmas, it doesn't hardly even seem possible. But I was reading this morning in Isaiah 9, 6, and it says, For us, to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And, yeah, I mean, he was talking about Jesus being born, but if you think about all of those titles, so he'll be called Wonderful Counselor. Well, that's a good thing. That means somebody that you can talk to, somebody that you can get advice from. You know, a counselor is somebody who gives you um, sage advice. Often they listen, but they usually. But a counselor is actually. I mean, in that case, there's somebody that's okay. This that's where you are, but this is what you need to do. You 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 need to look at it from this perspective, and they set your. They help you set your perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the difference between a counselor and a therapist. A therapist listens to you and goes, uh huh, uh huh, and and how'd that make you feel? Uh huh, uh huh, and a counselor's like. Uh-huh, yeah, you should straighten up. <laughs> um, mighty God. Well, yes, he is mighty God, but, you know, you consider the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Here, Jesus came, he was born as, you know, a newborn baby, and yet he shall be called mighty god mm. and and you consider the dichotomy there between the two of you know a helpless infant essentially and you know the all powerful omnipotent omnipresent omniscient god of heaven the creator of the you know the the universe everlasting father Prince of Peace. I mean, those are all things to to bring encouragement. And and none nothing there is to bring fear or trepidation. Nothing in that scripture is to make people quake in their boots, to be afraid, to to wonder, you know, is the God of heaven gonna, you know, is he here to smite me down? None of it. It's all there to to enlighten, to lift up, to encourage, and to help us as humans be able to get closer to God, which is the sole purpose that Jesus was born in the first place, was so that we could get closer to God, so that that separation between God and man could be erased could be eradicated and or at least that we would have the 
the option, the choice of choosing to have it eradicated for ourselves. Um, which, this is something that I, I, I've, I have questioned for a long time. And, and I don't know the answer to this question. So maybe, maybe one of you guys do. Maybe not. But, you know, I can remember people saying, well, you know, when it's time for somebody to be saved, they'll be saved. Or, you know, you can't be saved unless it's, unless it's time for you to be saved. The question that I have is, Jesus was born, he's, God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son into the world that everybody should, could be saved. And that was for all time. And, you know, it's that available to receive it. I don't know. I think that there are times when people just aren't ready to hear about anything. You know, they don't, they haven't lived enough life to understand. But I don't know that it's, I don't know that there's ever a time when you can't be saved. I I think that, that you can, I don't think that God is saying, nope, nope, not yet, not yet, not yet. I think that he's saying, turn to me. Turn to me. That sounds like preordination. Maybe. Yeah, that could be what it is. Because, but I have heard people say that. You know, people can't be saved until it's time for them to be saved. You know, unless the Holy Spirit convicts them, they're not ever going to be saved. And it's like, I don't know if I mean I understand you might not ever you may not repent of of things if you're not convicted of it. Of course, on the other hand, I'm not sure that, and and this will get me in a lot of hot water with some with somebody. I'm sure maybe not anybody here in this room, but eventually with somebody. But um, I'm not absolutely certain that repenting of the things we do that may or may not be sins is what's absolutely required to be saved. Repenting of the sin that, you know, of of denying God, that's one thing. You know, choosing to follow God is absolutely required. You know, we have to say accepting Jesus' sacrifice is absolutely required. But I don't think that, that, you know, I know there's scriptures that unless they repent, they, you know, be born again, they can't, you know, enter in or whatever it is. But. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Paul didn't repent. And he was saved. Yeah, he, he didn't repent until he was hit over the top of the head. Right. But I mean, he was, the salvation happened. Prior to his repentance. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Which I think happens on a regular right. basis. But I, I, don't, I think that that's really something that we have backwards in churches if we're not careful. Mm-hmm. We try to convince people that they have to be sorry for their sins. People forget that it's a day-to-day thing. Like, right. Just, I'm saved. That's, a, that's the end. That's all. That's all I have to do. It's a day-to-day thing. You have to like... It's like well, part of your life, but you know? on the other hand, I you know uh, this also is very not Methodist or whatever, 
maybe it's very Baptist or maybe it's not. I don't know. But it's when you, I, 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 I don't think that you can lose salvation unless you choose to walk away from it. If you say, God, I don't want you in my life, he'll be like, okay, I'll, you know, I won't be in your life. You get to deal with all the stuff that I've been dealing with for you. Um, but I don't think that, I don't think that you can recognize the gift of Jesus dying on the cross and then just because you do something stupid or even outright just uh, other than denying God, I don't think that you can do anything that's going to make God say, I don't love you. And even if you deny God, I don't think he says, I don't love you. He just says, you don't want me in my life. I'll be here when you come back. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to chase you, but I'm I'm here. I think of Samuel Morris who mm-hmm. running from slave traders through the traders through the jungle had never heard even heard of God and he was saved. Or seen a white person for that matter. God spoke to him. <laughs> yeah. Came appeared before him and yep. saved him. Right. There and then. Mm-hmm. He didn't repent. He didn't know that he'd yeah. never done anything wrong. So I don't think that's necessary. Yeah. I don't either, but I know that there are people that think it is. And and it's like you know, maybe we have things a little bit, we, we get a little too legalistic as right. human beings, as as the church. We we want people to, to fall in line. I mean, I've seen this happen, you know, in person as well as in, you know, movies or books, where it's like, oh, you can't be, you're not going to heaven unless you believe this, 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 and this. And you have to do exactly what, you know, I say, because I'm the leader of this here church. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right, whatever. So, but the... Uh, I think people get caught up in the formalities of it a lot, too. Just the, like, the show part of well, it. Well, yeah, and maybe it's maybe it's that. There's, it's like I've, always, like I've said for a long time, there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing things religiously with praying religiously, with reading your scripture religiously, with worshiping religiously, with going to church religiously, if, if that's what you, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong is putting that religion ahead of the actual experience and relationship. Because if, if you're so locked into your doing whatever it is you're doing religiously that you can't, stop and take care of somebody who needs taken care of or you can't stop and encourage somebody who needs encouragement or whatever it is can't stop and recognize the beauty of of something that god created you know because oh i'm gonna be late for church i don't care how beautiful that is over there God might rather you stop and look at how beautiful that is over there, whatever it is, and appreciate it and be thankful for him. And then your experience in church, even if you're a few minutes late, might be way better than what it was, you know, if you're, you know, know. anyway, I'm just saying, I think that we as human beings have a tendency to get fixated on things that 
we shouldn't necessarily get fixated on. I mean, we've got dogs, so, you know, our dogs in particular are very uh, habit-slash-expectation-driven. If you do the same thing more than a couple times in a row, then they're like, you gave me a treat the last two times I came in when you called. Where's my treat? And they expect it forever. And if you don't give it to them, then it's <laughs> the end of the world. It's hard to untrain, untrain yeah. them. And that's how we are, I think, a lot. We're, we're kind of a lot like that. It's like, well, the last time something good happened, I saw a, a double rainbow and... And the time before that, I saw a double rainbow. So if I don't see a double rainbow, there's not going to be anything, you know, pause. I can't make any decisions. <laughs> well, if you're expecting to see a double rainbow every time you have to make a decision, you must be hoping that you live in a really rainy place. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's 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 almost that level of... From the outside, not making sense. And is it any wonder that people that are in the world look at some Christians and go, these people are nuts? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not that they're nuts, it's just that they just get hung up on things. And you just, I don't know. I think it'd be interesting to go to another country and see how. Christianity is portrayed in that country rather than here, like India, for instance, where it's India is the has the most Christians in the entire world, right? In comparison to Muslims, right? It'd be interesting to go and see how they interact in church and and in, in, in their everyday lives in comparison to people here in the United States. Yeah. Might just be a cultural thing. A lot of people have a tendency, you know, and, and especially here, we're in the South, you know, we're in the Bible right. world. And everybody has their own standards, and it's been that way for hundreds of years down here, you know? Everybody's True. very particular about everything, you know? And it's gotten, it's changed a little bit, but people are kind of stuck in tradition here. Well, know? and it has changed. I mean, you even look at um, North Greenville University. It's a Southern Baptist, or are they Methodist? I think they're Southern Baptist. Um and they, you know, are, for a long time, they were anti-beards, anti, you know, you had to have short hair and couldn't have a beard, obviously couldn't smoke or drink, and yet, the biggest irony is there's pictures of their founders in the library that all had beards sitting around drinking port and smoking pipes, and they actually have those pictures not in the public display because of that. Mm-hmm. But the founders, you know, <laughs> so it's like um, something not, not quite right here. You know, and they had a statue of the of one of the founders that has a big old beard. But it was okay for him to have a beard back then, just not now. It's like doesn't make any logical I think, sense. I think my my point was that you got to be careful about mixing your traditions with your religion or your relationship. Right. Because it can impact it heavily. Well, I think you have to be careful about mixing your religion with your relationship. 
Yeah. You have to have a relationship with God. You can express that religiously as long as you're not locked into it to the point where it stops you from being able to be responsive to the relationship. I just think there's there's cultural things that are impacted sometimes. Oh, there always. Yeah. Always. Culture culture has huge impact. People, you know, family family culture versus community culture, you know race racial culture, um causes legalism, causes, you know and I I I I will say it again. I think that someday there's gonna be a lot of people that get to heaven and go I'm really surprised that that person's in heaven. You know, I read a book. I can't remember the title of it. I've got it in my book somewhere. Um, it was really good. It was talking about, you know, one of the things that happened is he had a dream or a vision and there were a bunch of people at Judgment Day standing outside the gates of heaven waiting to be, you know, waiting to come before the throne for of judgment and somebody was called up that everybody knew was a horrible sinner and the you know Jesus said you know you asked you asked for me to to be your friend and I am and welcome mm-hmm. come in and 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 the people lost their minds that were standing outside and they cursed God and they went straight to hell <laughs> Because they couldn't adjust to the fact that somebody they thought was a horrible sinner, Jesus loved. Mm-hmm. And I think that that happens a lot. Judge not lest you be judged. And we have to be careful. We have to be careful the other way too. Um, you know, because if there there are people that are extremely conscientious and careful... And they're not particularly judgmental of other people, but they're very hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. That's up to them and between them and God. We can't be judgmental of that either. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, con- you know, you can't try to ch- convince them that they're wrong. That's between them and God. And if we're not careful, we can be just as judgmental in that direction as the other way. So, I mean, it's it's better to just go. <laughs> I'm only worried about me, God. You, um, and I'll let you tell me what's right up and down. <laughs> I'm just going to trust you. And, you know, if if I'm getting ready to do something I shouldn't do, I'll, I'll do my best to listen to you. <laughs> and if I mess up, I apologize in advance. <laughs> but, you know, I, so we just have to think about that. The, all of that comes, you know, is comes into play in that scripture in Isaiah. You know, mighty God, mighty King, Prince of Peace, all of those things, and and I'm I'm thankful that we have that, and this Christmas that we have is is. You know. Yeah, there's a lot of people that celebrate Christmas for you know there there's a lot of commercialism around Christmas, but there doesn't have to be, you can celebrate it, without commercialism. It's just nice to remember that you know as to have a time when you can celebrate 
something outside yourself. You can celebrate the the uh, peace of God, the love of God. Um, yeah, we celebrate the birth of Christ. Jesus wasn't born around Hanukkah. It was a convenient time for Christians to celebrate because it was already a a feast, a holiday. And, you know, that's fine. We're, we're celebrating at Christmas. Jesus wasn't born in December on December 25th. But it doesn't really matter what day he was born on. He was born. That's the important thing. So, I mean, if you wanted to celebrate Christmas every day of the year, go for it. Takes away a little bit of the specialness, I think. But, you know, that's my personal opinion. But the, uh, I don't know, we'll just, just consider that. Consider that he is, he was born so that we could have that relationship. And we don't have to be. So what's the scripture that says, Jesus says, no one comes to the Father except through me. Except by me. We still have to accept that relationship. We have to accept that he sacrificed yeah. so that we could have that relationship with right. God. But that's not looking at all of the aspects of things that we do or don't do. Exactly. It's looking at it's saying, yes, you know, I accept that Christ, that God came down and died for me. And... I think, like I said, I think there's going to be a lot of people in heaven that, that, a lot of people didn't expect to be there. Because God's the only one that knows the heart. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what we can look forward to, ex- you know, accepting that. So, being surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to seeing all the dogs in heaven. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not just, but oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if there's going to be any cats in heaven. Oh, wait, did I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah. Some cats can be sweet, I guess. Only your cats are going to be in heaven. <laughs> no. I know one cat that's not going to be in I'm, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I've seen some awfully vile and evil Siamese cats. I don't know if they're going to... No, they're probably going to be there too. But anyway, that's side point. I'm just kidding. Lord, we thank you and praise you for your mercy and kindness. I ask you to help us to, uh, as we come up on, on this entire week of Christmas, that we would celebrate and remember and and find joy in in little things that we don't necessarily anticipate or expect to happen um, and be able to share it share those things of joy with other people we praise you and bless you amen thank you for listening to sunday morning podcast from Church Without Walls of Greer, South Carolina. If you have any questions or you need more information, please feel free to reach out to jonathan.wagner at intheupstate.net. If you'd like to subscribe, 
please do so on whatever channel you found this podcast. And reach out to me or anyone if you have questions about Christianity.